JP Morgan swallowed the First Republic Bank yesterday, easing the bank's stress a day before the Federal Reserve began its two-day policy meeting. Now, while the Federal Reserve is expected to announce the final rate hike for this tightening cycle, well, the surprise hike from the Reserve Bank of Australia today actually did revive the hawkish expectations that well, the Federal Reserve may not stop here either and well, keep rising the interest rates if inflation doesn't cool enough. So welcome, this is Swiss Codes Daily Market Talk. So that's it, JP Morgan swallowed the First Republic Bank yesterday and will assume all of its deposits. JP Morgan CEO Jamie Dimon sounded rather optimistic about the deal and he said that they're basically getting a very clean bank and well we all know that they are also getting around 150 financial advisors for their wealth management business which will obviously uh, likely provide a predictable revenue stream to JP Morgan in the months ahead at a time of slowing economic activity lower deals and perhaps potentially slowing trading revenue as well. So that's probably what motivated investors yesterday and sent JP Morgan's stock price more than 2% higher at yesterday's trading session. So as such, the latest bank crisis that revived with the First Republic Bank will hopefully wane. Now, Citigroup's CEO even said that the US banking system is the envy of the world. Well, I'm not so sure of that. And there is now this growing chat that the commercial real estate is or could be the next big risk for the bank business as the rising interest rates well, don't only make investments in the commercial real estate less attractive, less appealing and less appetizing, but they also increase the cost of servicing the existing loans. And well, we know that the property prices are now down by like double digit numbers and clients just want to exit these investments. And many, many actually say that it won't be a systemic risk. So that's not that bad, but it could be the next big shake for the banks. We will see. Anyway, for now, investors are happy that stress around the First Republic Bank is contained and has been contained quite fast. Now, cash flew out of the US treasuries yesterday as a result of this waning bank stress. The US two-year yield studied above the 4% mark. The US 10-year yield is around 3.5% levels, just around this 200-day moving average. And even the US one-month yield is now back to its February levels after the US Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen warned that, well, the US Treasury could actually run out of cash as soon as June 1st. So even that one-month US paper doesn't really cover for the risk of a US government default anymore. And there are also some quite interesting corporate bond issues uh, going on in the market these days like that in five billion US dollar that meta Facebook's meta is looking to raise at a bond sale that actually pushes some bond investor money away from the US treasuries these days in the equity markets well the S&P 500 closed slightly lower yesterday's trading session but the index did make a positive attempt on the 4186 mark yesterday so that's the highest level 
level since February this year and Nasdaq 100 actually did advance to the highest levels this year despite the rising US yields at yesterday's trading session. So the Federal Reserve begins its two-day monetary policy meeting today in relatively calmer market conditions with however one more US regional bank down due to yes a clear mistake in its portfolio management but also down due to the rapidly rising interest rates in the US still but 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 it will hardly prevent the Federal Reserve from announcing another 25 basis point hike at this week's monetary policy meeting but what will really really be important for investors is what will happen beyond this week's meeting for the Fed many investors and many analysts now think that this week's 25 base point hike in the US will mark the end of this steep tightening cycle and that's why in the FX markets the US dollar index actually remains under uh, selling pressure close to the year to date low levels and the latest CFTC data actually show that hedge funds further boosted their bearish US dollar bets recently because the short dollar positions are now at the highest highest level since June 2021. Now, this means that some hedge funds certainly continue seeing steady interest rates in the US and even an interest rate cut by the end of this year, which I don't think will be the case, as you guys know, unless we see a further stress in banks, for example, or in other parts of the economy that would require an urgent and emergency easing from the Fed. But until then, I think that the Federal Reserve will likely continue fighting inflation and you know try to bring Bring the inflation towards 2% policy target. And we are not there just yet because remember the latest GDP and PC data released last week in the US hinted that consumer spending in the US and inflation remain resilient. And yesterday's ISM data actually showed that while well, the US manufacturing remained in the contraction zone in the month of April, but contracted slower than expected by analysts, while the ISM manufacturing prices unexpectedly popped into the expansion zone. So all this is to say that if the latest inflation figures in the US are any basis for the Federal Reserve decision, which kind of is, well, they all point that the Federal Reserve should actually maybe carry on with its interest rate hikes moving forward. I mean, look, the Reserve Bank of Australia decided to hike the interest rates by 25 basis points at today's monetary policy meeting in Australia, while the consensus was in no rate hike at all. And the Reserve Bank of Australia said that some further tightening of monetary policy may be required to ensure that inflation returns to target in a reasonable time frame, but that that will depend upon how the economy and inflation evolve. So this is exactly, exactly the type of statement that we could also hear from the Federal Reserve at this week's monetary policy meeting in a way to not only boost the expectations of another rate hike in the US in June and maybe in July as well, but, but also to 
kill that expectation of a potential interest rate cut by the end of this year in the US. Now, anyway, in Australia, well, the Aussie dollar obviously popped to 67 cents after the hawkish move from the Reserve Bank of Australia, while the dollar yen is about to hit the 138 level as the Bank of Japan doesn't move an inch, while the other central banks continue tightening their monetary policies. The Aussie yen went from around 88 to 92 in just a week time. And even though I keep saying that the end of the Japanese yen's depreciation is likely just a matter of time and that there is a risk of a significant correction in the yen if the BOJ did its job, while the short-term trades clearly play against the Japanese yen still. And while speaking of inflation and of central banks around the world, while the Eurozone will reveal its quarterly survey of bank lending today, which will show how the recent bank stress around the world impacted credit growth in Europe, and Europe will also reveal its latest flash CPI figures for April. Both today and both data are extremely, extremely important for shaping the expectations regarding what the European Central Bank will do this Thursday at its latest monetary policy meeting. Now, according to the consensus of analyst forecast on Bloomberg survey, headline inflation in the Eurozone may have popped back to 7% in the month of April, and that's obviously due to the rise in energy prices after OPEC decided to cut production. Yet core inflation is seen steady at 5.7% level. So that's the historical high level. Now, if inflation data doesn't surprise to the upside in Eurozone today, and if the bank lending survey in Europe doesn't ring the alarm bell about credit growth in the Eurozone, well, the European Central Bank should be quite happy to deliver a 25 base point hike at this week's monetary policy meeting. But a positive surprise on the inflation data front or an undesired credit tightening could actually tilt this balance toward a 50 basis point hike or no rate hike at all, respectively. It all depends on the data, really. The euro dollar slipped below the 110 psychological mark at yesterday's trading session, and that was on the back of a broadly stronger US dollar across the board. But still, the potential of a further hawkish divergence between the European Central Bank and the Federal Reserve in favor of the first one, so the Europeans should actually continue giving support to the euro bulls in the foreseeable future. Only a surprise hawkish shift in the Federal Reserve's tone despite the latest shake in the U.S. regional banks could reverse that positive trend in the euro dollar. So this is all for today. I'm Ipek Özkardeşkaya and thank you for joining me and thank you for all your beautiful feedbacks. I hope this episode of Market Talk has also been helpful and insightful to you. So please do not hesitate to leave your comments your reactions and your questions below as usual and follow us on instagram on twitter and on linkedin for regular market updates and subscribe of course to our youtube channel for daily market comments i will meet you again tomorrow and until then good day trading